Hey friend, welcome to Branding Strategies That Convert. I'm so excited you're here. I'm Robin Kent. If you're the girl with all the big business ideas swirling around in your head, but you struggle with building a crystal clear brand and marketing plan that creates authentic connections, then this is the podcast for you. Learn to organize your brilliant ideas, create profitable strategies, and find your people. Your ideal clients are looking for you. So let's make sure they know exactly who you are, what you stand for, and what you do. Hey friend. Okay, so today I want to talk to you about no like and trust. Like this is something I bet you have heard about if you've been in the online space for any period of time about that one of your roles as an online service provider is that you need to think about the no like and trust factor when you're building relationships with your audience. And so I got to thinking as I was talking to one of my new clients about how different things that we were working on was were addressing no like and trust. And so we were started breaking it down to, okay, this is going to help my no part. This is going to help for them to like me. And this is the part that's going to help me trust them to trust me. So I just thought, oh my goodness, this is a wonderful topic to bring to you here on the the podcast for us to talk through and for you to think through whether you are making posts on social media, that you are doing your own podcast or creating your own YouTube, that you want to think about the content you create and the relationships you build. What are the pieces that you need to focus on? So let's start off. So when you are knowing someone, when you are trying to get to know someone, this is like brand awareness. This is, hey, I'm over here. This is my name and this is what I do and this is how I serve you. And this can be like first impression, you know, an introduction that they just come across you either, you know, on a social media platform or they Google into, you know, the Google extension and they're looking for a health coach. And so then your name pops up and they're like, hmm, let me check her out and see what she does. So it's that awareness. They're getting to know you. They're getting to see if they like you so they can move to that next stage. It might also, in the no stage, they might find you as a guest on someone's podcast or as on someone's YouTube channel and you were interviewed. And again, SEO optimizing, being able to be able to get out there and be seen. Um, you could also be found in the no stage in a networking event, whether this is a summit online or a local event that you're attending, a webinar, some form or fashion of networking. And so just like the day of us walking into a actual interview that you, they have to get to know you. They have to get to, do they like your personality? Do they like how you communicate? Do they, what do they like you? They're getting to know you to decide if they like you. Let's imagine 
that we have gotten past the no stage. They have found you. Okay. They see who you are. They see what you stand for and they see what you could do for them. So then the next step is getting through the like phase. Do they like you? Let me first of all remind you not everybody's going to like us and we're not for everybody. That's totally okay. We don't need to have the mindset of I have to be a people pleaser and everybody like me and do everything for everybody. No, that is what makes you unique and makes you different is that you attract your people, but you want to make sure that you put yourself there so they can decide if they like you. They, you have to put your personality out there. You have to share who you are. You have to share what you do so they can decide if they like you. Sometimes I've had clients reach out to me and they're like, yeah, I was looking at a number of different brand strategists or someone to create graphics for me, but I came across you and some have said, well, as soon as I saw your design, I was like, oh my goodness, that's just like what I want mine to be. And so they were like, okay, she is my girl. Or they might come across and, and I've even heard going, oh, you're a middle-aged mama that understands the struggles of life in different things. I can relate to her. They like enough, but they want to stick around. And so when you get into especially the like stage, you have to remember it's not from they follow you to they buy from you. There is There are different pieces that have to be put in place for that process to happen again. Could happen, but on average, it's usually that like phase takes some time, that like to that trust. Okay. So one of the things that they're going to be looking at, think about what you do. I was talking about this with a client a couple of weeks ago about let's think about what you do when you're online. How do you decide who you like? Who, who do you decide? Who are you going to follow? Who do you decide that, oh, I want to connect with them and get to know more about them? Some of the things you might find them in a Facebook group and you then start looking at their Facebook profile because maybe to begin with, what you had in common was that you were an empty nest mom, but you see that maybe they're a mindset coach and you're like, oh my goodness, I need to check her out because I really need to work on my mindset so I can level up my business. And so then you click through to their page picture. And then you go start reading some of their posts. Maybe you go into their stories and you start checking out if you like their personality. Maybe you even find yourself going to their website or to their YouTube channel or to their podcast because you're trying to figure out if you like them. Then after you make that decision, you start coming back. You start sticking around and you start getting to know them and trying to see if you trust them. So especially in that like stage, when we're trying to figure it out, this is where you want to create content that is that storytelling pieces, that you're sharing personal stories or experiences of yourself, or maybe the audience that you work with. And how you started your business, maybe how you actually serve your client. You start using storytelling so they can make an even more informed 
decision and see you as a human and understand they really do like you. I can tell you this, I was actually talking to one of my good friends the other day who works in the online business space and and I was telling her about this new podcast I was listening to and I was like, she does this and she does that and I really like her. Like her personality is just really cool. Like I can really connect and she's a Christian woman and I really, really like that. I mean, those were the exact words that were coming out of my mouth and I stopped and thought, oh, I'm in that like stage. So I'm now into her podcast. I'm hanging out over there, figuring out how much do I like her. I'm moving into that trust stage. Like, hmm, do I really want to go dive into what she provides? So as I've said before on here, and what I remind my clients is that remember, it takes six to eight touches, six to eight touches to go from they know you to they trust you and they make a purchase. On average, it takes six to eight touches to take someone through that stage. So you have to think about when you're making your content on, again, social media, YouTube, podcasts, your website, your blog post, the offers that you make, are you working on for them to know that you're out there just like, hey, this is me, I'm out here just for them to know you're alive and what you do? Are you working on the, I want them to like me because they're my person? Okay. Am I creating consistency? Am I maybe hosting live videos or podcast audio so that they can hear my voice and they so they can create that connection like, oh, there she is. She's like a real human and she talks to me. <laughs> like I can, you know, so many times we struggle in being able to make that connection in the online space. And so hearing someone's voice, having a conversation with them, whether it's in video or in an audio clip, then that just creates that like stage uh, so much faster. Okay. In the trust stage, in the trust stage, this is where they're really looking for your transparency. They're looking for your integrity. So this could come into social proof. They're checking out their your reviews, your testimonials, your different content in that area, uh, your stories. Again, your stories are still playing a big role in the trust section. Are they you know, they're trying to see what is your credibility? Like, what is your experience? How long have you been doing this? What exactly do you do? How have you handled struggles? How have you overcome struggles? Um, they are looking at how do you, re you know, resolve problems? How do you handle problems? This would be a great opportunity to maybe be a guest on someone's podcast and they interview you and ask you, tell us what is one of the struggles that you have learned in building your business that you wish you would have known on day one? And so being transparent and sharing those struggles and that information of where you really have had issues and challenges gives you even more credibility and they trust you even more. 
So in the trust stage, this is where they're really thinking about your services and they're really thinking about your products. And maybe they even connect to you in some form or fashion through support, through the email of wanting to know more and they want to ask you maybe more questions or maybe they're on the fence of jumping into your service or your product. And so when you have those opportunities to be able to connect and answer questions or see where are they struggling, learning more about them, they are typically in the trust stage. They have already decided they liked you. They have stopped long enough to send you an email or send you a DM and start asking you more questions. And so this is when you want to make sure that you share your personality, your compassion, your heart, your knowledge, of course, to what you can do for them and how you can, you know, work with them. Or Maybe this is the time you tell them, you know what? I don't think you're ready for this product or I don't think you're ready for this service. Oh my goodness. You telling them no, they're not ready for something will create all kinds of trust and letting them know that you're just not there to take their money, that you are there to really take them from where they are to where they want to be. And sometimes they are just not ready for the things you offer at that time. So when you're thinking about the no like, and trust factors, think about what can I do? Where are my clients? Have I gotten my clients to trust me yet? Have I provided enough information to get them into the trust stage? Because just because somebody's on your email list, they might have liked you just enough where they wanted your actual freebie and they've hopped on your email list. But then they need to decide even more if they like you. They have to decide even more if they really trust you. But they're sticking around and you're getting a chance to actually do those six to eight touches that it typically takes for them to push that button to actually sign up for your course, to actually jump into your membership, to buy that product. They are trying to decide that in your email marketing. So you have to decide when you create your emails How do you want to use your different emails to address those different stages? Okay, I hope this gave you something to think about because when I had this discussion with my client recently and we started just, you know, we throw around the no like and trust factor like, you know, that everybody knows that inside and out and exactly what does that mean? And so I just wanted to take some time to come here and have you stop and think about how can I level up my no like and trust factor and think about where my clients are and where do I want to take them? but where they are and how I can move them into that trust stage. Because that is where then you're going to have your lifers and you're going to have your clients that continue to come back and you have your clients that are going to refer you to everybody that they know and tell them how amazing you are and how you can serve them. So I hope you found this helpful. And if you haven't heard yet, 
I want to tell you that I have created a membership where you can come in and work on exactly this, an idea to impact membership, where we talk about your messaging, we talk about how to create design that's eye-catching, how you can learn to do storytelling, how you can put the tech pieces together so you can take those ideas in your head and start creating the impact that you continually dream of and can't stop thinking about. So check out in my show notes below for the link to the membership, Idea to Impact Business Membership. We would love to have you over there and join us so that we can get you past that hurdle, past that overwhelm, so you can start creating the impact that you were designed to make. All right, until next time, I hope you have a wonderful day and I will be talking to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast today. If you found this episode helpful, would you take a moment and share it with your friends on social media? And feel free to drop in my DMs and ask any of your burning questions. You can find my social media handles in the episode description below. Until next time, I hope you have an amazing day. Remember, your clients are looking for you. Let's make sure they know who you are, what you stand for, and what you do.